Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. Guys, this is Gary, and I am flying solo today. Josh is finishing up school for the day and then has uh, football training tonight. Uh, today is Tuesday, the 11th of September. And for those of us uh, in the United States, uh, 17 years ago today was probably the worst day in this country's history. So our thoughts are with all of those that perished. Um, all of the families that were affected, all of the first responders, uh, and all the military and their families who have been involved ever since. Okay, on to the football. On last podcast, we did a recap of FPL Game Week 4 and alluded a little bit to Game Week 5. So we're going to dedicate today's podcast to nothing but game week five. And we're a couple days early, so any updates that we have, any new news that we see or ideas that we have, of course, we always post those as quickly as possible on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, which is just at Let's Talk Soccer. Over 25,000 of you have found us and followed us, so thank you guys so much for that. We really, truly do appreciate you. And this season, especially, we've started a weekly uh, event where um, we solicit questions from you. Uh, it could be in the form of actual questions that you, you DM to us. It could be in a picture of your a screenshot of your FPL team asking for advice. Um, and then we turn around. We try to answer every single one of them. Sometimes we can't get back to multiple responses and multiple questions if someone keeps firing questions at us and wants us to build their entire fantasy team for them. <clears throat> but uh, unless something unusual happens, we, we get back to everybody at least once, uh, which may be a little bit unusual for our space. So we're proud that we're able to do that. And then also we will take our own screenshots of really good questions or questions that are being asked consistently during the game week uh, and post those questions along with our answers and then solicit feedback as well as teams that we think are interesting and might spark a little bit of conversation or managers that are looking for advice on their teams and we'll open it up to you. So um, all in fun and um, you know we think we have a great perspective uh, and can offer some tips but certainly that collective intelligence of involving you is uh, critically important and, and very unique. So we really do appreciate your participation on all levels with that. All right, let's take a look first at sort of what we're looking at in game week five. Uh, some significant potential injuries <clears throat> that have occurred during the international break, as always happens, and we all get worried about. <clears throat> so let's take a look at uh, some of the latest injuries or suspensions. This may not capture all of them, <clears throat> but it's a lot of them. We've got Calvert-Lewin, who is listed as 75% with a knock. Uh, Frazier, who is right now in our midfield, <clears throat> also with a knock at 75%. Uh, Torreira, 
Also a knock at 75%. Delhi with a muscle injury at 75%. And, of course, they have that big match against Liverpool coming up this weekend. Luke Shaw, as pretty much everybody knows, uh, sustained a head injury. He's only listed at 25%, so I wouldn't count on him. Um, Raheem Sterling has a back injury. He pulled out of England camp maybe a week ago. He's listed at 75% chance. And then Pascal Gross, um, probably the other most notable one, has an ankle injury, and he's listed at 75%. So, you know, instead of starting on a positive, I guess we're starting on a little bit of a downer. Um, But it kind of lets you know who's maybe not available, or maybe their status has improved a little bit, and they're going to be back. You notice that Zaha wasn't one of those that I listed or read off. Uh, He is not listed um, currently, so his groin injury must be improving. In fact, he was back practicing with the team last I heard, and uh, it looks that he is likely to play this weekend, which Crystal Palace could certainly use him out there. All right, on to the next. Let's take a look at the fixtures because this will help uh, sort of set the tone for the next part of our conversation. All right, first up, the game of the weekend is Spurs and Liverpool. Um, That should be an interesting one um, and should be a really good game. Uh, Next up, Bournemouth and Leicester City play. Chelsea take on Cardiff. Crystal Palace travel to Huddersfield. Man City are at home against Fulham. Newcastle play Arsenal, Watford play Manchester United. Those are all the Saturday matches. On Sunday, we've got two. Burnley go to Wolves and West Ham go to Everton. And then on Monday, there's one match, and that is Southampton and Brighton. All right. What, Gary, is the next part of the conversation that you alluded to? Well, I'm glad you asked. It is the good old FDR. The fixture difficulty ranking, and again, for those that don't know, it's just a scale from one to five where fixtures are ranked um, from easiest, which is one, all the way up to five, which is the hardest, and that's something that um, the FPL themselves has established. Um, So I just read off a list of the fixtures for game week five. Let me put those into context in terms of FDR. All right, and I'm going to read down by team, okay? So this won't be fixture by fixture, but it'll be by team in alphabetical order of what their FDR for game week five is. All right, for Arsenal, they play Newcastle. It's a three. Bournemouth play Leicester City. It's also a three. Brighton take on Southampton, a three. And one more three, which is Burnley playing Wolves. Cardiff play Chelsea. That's a four FDR for Cardiff. Chelsea, on the flip side, play Cardiff, and it's a two for Chelsea. Crystal Palace play Huddersfield. That's a two for Palace. Also a two for Everton, who play West Ham. Fulham play away at Man City. That's a five. Huddersfield take on Crystal Palace. That's also a two. Leicester City take on Bournemouth, which is a three. Liverpool's FDR against Spurs is four. Man City's FDR against Fulham is two. Man U's FDR against Watford is three. 
Newcastle play home against Arsenal, but their FDR is four. Southampton are at home against Brighton. It's an FDR of two. Spurs have an FDR of four against Liverpool. Watford have an FDR of four at home against Man U. West Ham have an FDR of three away at Everton. And Wolves have an FDR of two at home against Burnley. Let's take that just a bit further and sort of identify teams over the next. We like to look about two or three weeks out of teams where, you know, if you're building your team, you want to look a little bit beyond the immediate game week right in front of you and look two or three game weeks out, like we said. Here are the teams that, um, and we've posted this entire list of FDRs for game weeks five, six, and seven on our Instagram page. So take a look. Um, Arsenal has a promising set of three fixtures ahead of them. FDRs go in order like this, a 3-2-3. Remember, these FDRs can change. So if all of a sudden a team is you know, white hot, uh, fixtures of the teams playing against them may, may get a little more difficult because that team is on such a streak. Uh, Bournemouth has a good set of fixtures. They are an FDR of 3-2-2. Burnley is looking pretty promising. They're a 3-3-2. And, of course, what this means is you want to look for players from these teams, if you can. Chelsea, for the next two game weeks, is good. They've got a 2-2. Two and a two, And then in game week seven, they have a 4 against Liverpool. Crystal Palace look really sharp. 2-2-3 um, two, two, and three in terms of FDRs. Huddersfield, next two game weeks look good, uh, two and a three, but then it turns to a four when they play at home against Spurs. Leicester City look good, a three-two-three. Man City uh, have a nice long run ahead of them, including a two, a two, and a two for game weeks five, six, and seven. Man U also looking good with a three-two-two. And that's really it in terms of, I mean, that's a lot of teams and a lot of good teams. So you're going to find players on those teams that you're going to want to work with, which is great. A lot of people are talking about using their, um, their wild card. And we are one of those teams. And in fact, we are going to use our wild card. And we'll get to our team in a couple minutes. We're still debating a couple things, and I'll bring that up. <clears throat> but... Um, Hopefully all this information that I've just given you along with what I'm about to cover will help you in deciding what sort of team you want to put together. You know, there's a lot of people who love Andy Robertson, and he's been amazing. He's been on our team forever. Don't forget, um, they, he goes up against a, a really good Spurs side. Uh, that can score goals. You know, Lucas Moore has been looking good. Kane um, has been looking pretty good. So don't forget that these guys can score. Erickson hasn't been much of a threat yet, but it's just a matter of time until he is. You know that they've got a couple of defenders that can score. So you know, Robertson may not be an ideal choice for game week five. I'm just throwing that out there. Something that I found interesting is <clears throat> a list the way that this database that I'm looking at ranks players is the number of times that a player appears 
in the top 50 teams in Fantasy League. So the top 50 teams worldwide, how often does a player appear among those 50 teams? So the maximum would be 50, and then, of course, all the way down to zero. I'm going to talk about some of these players. This may also give you some tips on, all right, these teams are the best in the world. They must be doing something right. So maybe you want to steal uh, some of, of what they're doing. Sergio Aguero uh, is the most utilized player among the top 50 FPL teams in the world. He appears in 49 of the 50 teams. Um, Sadio Mane is used 45 times. Benjamin Mendy is used 44 times. Marcus Alonso, 42 times. Robertson, who I just mentioned, 34. Would have thought that would have been higher. Juan Basaka, of course, because A, he's cheap, and B, he plays, is in 28 teams. Mo Salah only appears in half. He's in 25 of the 50 top fantasy teams in the world. I think that's kind of telling. Um, and we're debating him for sure. Uh, Mitrovic is listed 21 times. Let's see who else is of interest. Hazard is only there 15 times, but I'm sure that will change as we get closer to the game week. Lucas Mora, only 15 times. Pedro, 14. Mkhitaryan, only 13. Um, Firmino, only 8. Arnautovic, only 8. Ings, only 8. Um, let's see where we are, if we can find some goalkeepers here. That um, Just so you sort of know where these guys... Fabianski... Yeah, Fabianski's... Uh, the first listed goalkeeper, and he's in 13 of the top 50. Next uh, down the list is Hamer, uh, just because of his very, very low price point. Something else interesting that we've found in this space, and um, we've also put this on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, is... Uh, Players that are likely to have a price change, either up or down. So this database kind of shows uh, how how close or how far players are from either a price increase or a price decrease. So some of the ones that we have kept our eyes on are, it looks like Sergio Aguero is going to go up again soon. Um, same for Mendy. Robertson is close to another price change. Um Walcott may take a bit of a dip sometime soon. Let's see who else is interesting. Um, Firmino is almost certainly with, with it looks like another 909 uh, people dropping him out of their teams. Um, he will take a price dip. Um, Hamer looks like he's going to actually go up. In price soon, uh, Stevens of Brighton looks like he's already dropped or, or is just about to drop. Um, same with Charlie Daniels, almost at a price drop. Bennett from Wolves is going to go up soon. Um, Wayne Hennessy is about to go up. And Madison is about to go up. And King, Josh King, is about to go down. So if you're going to buy or sell... Any of the players I just mentioned, you may want to do that sooner than later because um, you're either going to lose money or, um, yeah, you're either going to lose money or you're going to get in before these these changes happen. So 
just a word to the wise. Let's go ahead and take a look at the team that we're contemplating for game week five. Right now, our starting 11 looks like this. And we also posted this on our Instagram page. In goal, we have Wayne Hennessy. Uh, not only does Crystal Palace have a nice matchup this weekend, but they have a nice long stretch ahead of them. Three defenders, Marcus Alonso, Benjamin Mendy, both with great fixtures this weekend and in sort of the near term. Uh, we did opt for Kieran Trippier over Andy Robertson because while the two teams are playing each other, um, Spurs are playing at home, so a little bit of an advantage to them. And moving forward, Spurs have a much more favorable set of matches. So that was our criteria there. And we know that Trippier can score in big games for sure, especially on some of those free kicks. We have four in the midfield. Right now, we have Salah, Hazard as our vice captain, Fraser, who is injured, I mentioned earlier, we might have to do something about that, and Damari Gray. Um, inexpensive, can have an impact on the game, and Leicester City have a nice set of fixtures ahead of them. And right now, we have three forwards in. We have um, Callum Wilson, Sergio Aguero is our captain, as he has been all season so far, and Mitrovic. Don't love Mitrovic for game week five uh, because they play away at Man City. But for the money, you can't beat him. On our bench, we have Ben Foster. We have James Milner. And some people sort of cried foul about Milner. He's cheap. He plays almost all the time. He's on set pieces. He creates a lot of big chances, and he's been actively involved in a lot of goals for Liverpool so far this year. Let's not forget that, and let's not bash good old James. Um, also on our bench, Juan Basaka, as everybody has him, and then um, the Bennett from Wolves, who I mentioned price may go up <clears throat> sometime soon. Now here's what we're debating. Um, our midfield. We're thinking about dropping Salah. And bringing in Mane, we're going to keep Hazard. And originally we were going to bring in David Silva for Damari Gray, but now that Frazier is injured, we'll probably bring in David Silva for him. So it would be Gray, Mane, Hazard, and David Silva. And um, I think that's a pretty solid midfield. I actually do like that. I think the combination of Mane, Silva... And Hazard will generate more points than Salah, Hazard, and Frazier would. Um, so I think I've just convinced myself that that's probably what we're going to do. And of course, we will post that stuff. We're going to continue to answer your questions directly. We'll post questions that we think are ones that are worthy of being seen by everybody. Uh, we'll post our team. We'll post news. Price changes, matchups, head-to-head uh, -head type stuff, com player comparisons, all that good stuff. So uh, just keep coming back, guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to it on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, it'll download automatically. We do one of these every single week, and we have now for almost three years straight. Um, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. Until next time guys for josh this is gary 
We'll see you later. Peace. Goodbye.